Alright, here we are again. Another podcast. Um, I, I, I like doing these solo ones because I feel like uh, I can kind of unwind on these. You know, there's nothing really... There's no pressure. I'm not interviewing anybody. I'm not having uh, these big, long conversations. I can just kind of... I wouldn't say be myself because I feel like I am myself during the conversations, but there's no... There's no pressure to get information or, you know, carry a conversation or anything like that. I can just kind of do whatever, say what I want, take as much time as I want, as little time as I want. And, uh, you know, it, it just, it helps sometimes to be able to do these and, you know, especially in between podcasts. But um, anyway, I do plan on having a, um, uh, a guest for... Let's see, it'll happen this Thursday, which hopefully the podcast will then be out on Friday or sometime this weekend. Uh, it will be with Greg Sewers from the Iron Men. That should be a fun one. I've known that guy for a while. And, uh, and yeah, it should be a good conversation. I'd like to hear about Chicago, about their second place. I'd like to be, hear about his travels, um, his status with Die, all that good stuff. But... That will be for that podcast. Uh, This one is more or less just kind of questions, a few topics I wanted to go over and talk about. Uh, I wanted to talk about my retirement announcement a little bit and kind of my thoughts and reasoning behind that. But, um, you know, and and kind of hear what you guys have to say and, uh, and what kind of topics you want to talk about. And fortunately, you guys responded, which is, an awesome thing because I, uh, I love having you guys' help on here. So let's see what we got. We're gonna start with uh, we're gonna start with Facebook first, and I'm just gonna just gonna get in here quickly. Well, rather quickly. Uh, let's see. Do 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 do. Of course, everything is taking forever to load. Stay with me. Stay. Stay with me. All right, getting to the post. And thank you, everyone, who who put in a comment and, uh, and, you know, had something to say. I appreciate it. Let's get to the comments. View comments. All right. Uh, let's start with this one from uh, from Andrew. What's your opinion on the current state of Chicago aftershock? Do you think the team should fold if it gets relegated to semi-pro? Sad this will be your last season. Carl always loved watching you play. Pro paintball won't be the same without you, man. I thank you. I appreciate that. Um, feel love. But the current state with Chicago Aftershock, uh, it, it's been tough these past, you know, f- man, these past four, four, five years. Um, and, and obviously, you know, Chicago uh, Aftershock has been struggling with keeping players with kind of, you know, staying steady. 
and it, you know it's tough when you're you're trying to build a team and every two years it's like you have a new team so you i mean you look at all these teams that are doing well and the whole the, for me the reason i feel like they're doing well is because they've been together for so long um, with a lot of the core guys being together. I mean, you have a few exceptions. You know, AC Dallas, They well, their core guys have been playing together for a long time. Uh, they have a lot of high-quality athletes and players. Uh, but the, the impacts, the dynasties, uh, the Houston Heats, a lot of those guys have been playing together for a long time. And, you know, they, they know how to play off of each other. They know... They know uh, they're so well seasoned that they that they can do that. Now with a with an aftershock, I'm not trying to make excuses, but it's it's really tough to be able to get into uh, that flow state when you know you're you're rotating rosters every two years, if not less. So I think that's that's tough as far as uh, getting if if we do get relegated uh, to semi pro, what would happen? I I don't know. Um, what do I think? Um, I I wouldn't want to see Chicago Aftershock in in semi pro. I'd like to see the organization stick around. I don't know how that's going to uh, how it's going to play out, but I, I'd like to see him stick around. You know, that's regardless of what happens. Whether they stay in or, or, or we have a tough time. I don't know. Regardless, I try not to think about it. You know, I, I try and take each event um, as its own. Obviously, a part of a season. But, you know, you just got to play. You can't think about stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it's just it just kind of is what it is. It's going to happen. Whatever's going to happen. Thanks, man. I appreciate the question. Um, let's see. This is a question from uh, Matt. How necessary is it for a front Dorito player to be able to dive? I had die elbow pads that were that were used for less than a year, and I believe I was diving according to how the pros t teach, Greenspan and you, but I still got elbow bursist. Sorry, I probably messed that one up. Um, uh, from diving and upper body lifting. I'm wondering if it is even worth diving from this point forward since I am more susceptible to get it again. Here's a quick vid of me diving. If you have your critiques, sure. Let's see it. All right. So, um, first, from what I can see, I think it's always necessary for a player to be able to dive. I think there's different situations on... Uh, you know when you should or should not dive and a lot of a lot of today's paintball I don't think depending well if you I mean if you're saying front player yes you you, you need to be able to dive but if um, if you're a two or a mid player or I mean I think a lot of guys now do a lot of hip slides they do a lot of uh, standing knee slides into a corner with their uh, with their markers up I think a lot of running and shooting is happening now where not a lot of people are diving too much. Um, what I say in a lot of my clinics is to get as low as you possibly can and b before you do your dive. I mean, that way there's there's less impact on your body. There is 
um, you, you know, you're not risking your, your marker or your equipment or anything like that by slamming it into the ground. Sometimes there's that occasional where you have to just dive out of the way of a paintball and it's not going to be pretty. But, um, but yeah, my suggestion is definitely getting as low as possible, uh, getting your, your body down to the ground as low as you can before your everything starts hitting the ground physically and use those you know use those arms and those legs as support and and really really accept the ground once you once you hit it a lot of a lot of stiffness or not enough rigidness it's like a happy medium uh, if you don't have that happy medium it's kind of it's gonna be real tough and uh, judging by your dive um, that is see okay so you dive a lot on your a lot of weight on your elbows so what I would say is maybe extend them out a little bit to where maybe you're not on your elbow so much and um, and try and extend it a little bit use a little bit more of your core when you're when you're diving rather than bending your back and and just falling on your elbows if that makes any sense um, but yeah Thank you for the question, Matt. Appreciate it. Uh, Scotty says, clinics here in St. Louis. I would love to do a clinic down there. Uh, this question is from Derek. I would be curious to hear what the next big thing in your life is going to be. Obviously, you are a guy that is competitive enough to compete at the highest level of one sport. That isn't something that you are going to be able to put away in a box at the back of your closet. Um, yeah, uh, I'm, I've always been competitive my entire life and, uh, and you know, if it's whatever it is, I, I try and do my best at it and I try and, you know, I compete in one way or another, but I, I think the next big step for me is becoming a father too. Um, you know, a lot of the younger guys or, or anybody who doesn't have kids yet, uh, it's it's a huge responsibility and a huge job. You're seeing a lot of the pros now are becoming dads and everything, but uh, uh, or moms for all the girl paintball players out there. Um, but it's it's a big responsibility and it's a lot of time, especially playing paintball and traveling. It's a lot of time away from your family that um, that you 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 don't want to do more and more and the more and more that I get, you know, my son's, you know, now two and a half, I have a little one on the way and I just want to be my, you know, around my wife and my family more. And, um, but, uh, I still, I'm going to hang the, I have that void. I will have that void still, uh, after this year and who knows, you know, I'm going to, maybe I'll, I'm going to try and fill it with jujitsu. Um, I am trying to, uh, I'm trying to take a bow hunting, so I'm, I'm looking at bows right now. I'm trying to, you know, figure that whole thing out. I really, really want to get into hunting. Um, but, you know, just, but I mean, that's all the, all the exterior stuff that, uh, outside the family stuff that I want to do. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't have any, have any giant goals yet. I have some things, some, you know, prods in the fire right now. I'm, st I'm still going to be involved with the sport one way or the other, but uh, that's all going to come out soon on what's going to happen and uh, we're just going to have to kind of see how that goes uh, thanks for the question Derek uh, this one is from Justin you play back in Toledo indoor time as well as myself how do you feel the gameplay has changed from then and now and do you feel the sport kind of lost is or, or is missing something that it once had back 
in the day. Um, so what, what I think has changed, I think there's just, I think it's a lot more methodical. I think there's a lot more talent, um, a lot more talent driven, driven players. I, I think the game has now become a lot more like chess and a lot less like checkers, if that makes any sense. But, um, but every piece counts, every move counts, every mistake counts. And those mistakes are exploited. I feel like now more than ever, um, when you can maybe get away with some things back then, but it's, man, the game, it's, it's slowed down, but in a way it's kind of stayed the same depending on the, the field layout. I mean, look at Chicago. This last event was, was pretty quick on the snake side. And it was it was fun. I mean, my vote is to keep that field into World Cup and have it at World Cup. That would be awesome. Um, but I, that's I mean that's obviously not going to happen. But uh, but I mean I, I think it, it's it's field dependent. It's team dependent. There's just so many different games of play. But I mean everything. I feel like everything slows down on Sunday. Um, but, uh, but I mean, there, there's a lot of factors that, uh, that go into it, but as far as what is it missing, uh, man, I think it's missing. I think it missing. I think it's missing that kind of edgy, just rawness that, uh, that, that paintball had back then. Uh, I, I think it's very cut and dry and clean now. There's no, there's no kind of edginess to it. Um, you know, New York Extreme kind of puts a little edginess to it uh, with the shit talking and all that good stuff. But, you know, I, that's, I think that's what it is. I think it's a lot of cut and dry, um, no mistakes. Everybody's just squeaky clean uh, when back then it was just a lot of shit talking and everybody was, I mean, everybody's friends off the field too, but like, I feel like there's a lot more rival rivalries and all that, but. Yeah, I think that's what it's missing. Thanks, Justin. Uh, let's see. Uh, Chance, your opinion on what we can do to raise awareness to bring paintball back to the Midwest, especially in the Northwest Ohio area? Uh, man, I mean, we need a field. I mean, that's number one. We need we need more fields to pop up. We need more tournament fields to pop up. Um, obviously more fields in general for, for paintball to grow, but as far as co uh, competitive paintball, we need a field here in Ohio. I've been looking at it more and more. I've been kind of throwing around the idea. Um, it's, uh, it's expensive, but, um, but I don't know. It, it's an option that I have and I was thinking about, so who knows? But I mean, that's what just playing out. What we need is just more fields. Uh, Richard. What made you decide this time that it, what made you decide the time was right for you to retire? Uh, also, now that you will no longer be playing pro, will you finally make it over to the European event or even taste the CPPS in the UK? Um, how I, how I knew it was time was that I, I knew and I felt the game itself changing. Um, I don't, in ways I feel like I'm just not as effective as, as, as a player, um, as I once was, I feel like my, my knees are not the greatest and I, I really would like to walk. 
uh, and play with my son when I'm older. I mean, playing my position or playing, you know, front, you can ask any front guy, man. It's, it's, it's tough and there's, there's no forgiveness. I mean, we were, we were pads and everything, but slamming our bodies in the ground every time is, it's, it's a lot tougher than, than what we play it off. And, um, you know, I think just an accumulation of that and then family as well. So it just, it just kind of felt right. Kind of that whole thing where it just, you know, it's, it's about time and, you know, I've, I've been through enough scenarios and, and been involved in so much where I feel like I'm not going to, uh, I'm, de- I'm definitely going to miss playing, but I think it's just kind of, I'm excited for a new chapter, a new chapter and in involvement in paintball in my life. So, uh, as far as your peen event goes i would love to come over i would i'll have to figure out um my biggest thing is just having that time off of my my nine to five job to be able to take that you know week's worth of travel and tournament play and all that uh and actually be able to use that time without taking them away from vacation to my wife or my family or anything so i mean that's the biggest uh that's the biggest kicker i feel like i'm sniffling i need to get like I don't have any kind of tissues. Nothing. Okay. Uh, but thanks, Richard. Uh, this one's from Kevin. What do you think was different back when players like you, Fatty Montressor, were coming up? And how do we get back to having good young talent show up from the Midwest again? Uh, you know, it's, it's it's like I said earlier. I think it's um, having more more fields. I feel like the biggest thing was we had a lot of paintball fields and. The more fields we have, the more competition we have, and I think that's the biggest thing. I, I just don't, I, you know, a lot of the fields have closed up around here, and until we have more, uh, more breeding ground for those players, I, I don't, I think it's going to be all bottlenecked in the very few that we have, and it's going to be tough. But yeah, I think, I think more fields for sure. Uh, this one's from Calvin. What are the main aspects that differentiate pro players from semi-pro players? You know, it's a small line. I think I think it's a very small line um, of what the difference is. Uh, I think a lot of semi-pro teams can hang with uh, a lot of the pro teams. We've noticed that with the uh, you know the uh, the new four pro teams that came in, and I, I feel like they're the only thing the the biggest factor that kind of separates the two. I think is the the competition you know is the experience at the pro level the pro teams have been playing the pro teams for a long time and playing top teams for a long time the semi-pro teams have been playing semi-pro teams for a long time um and i think that's the only thing i think other than that i think the talent is uh, just about the same i think they're they're very close to the same and the more and more experience they have at the pro level uh, the the better the teams are going to get. I mean, hands down. Uh, thank you, Calvin. This one is from Troy. Where did you play when you lived in Mankato? Why did you move to Mankato? If I'm driving through where you live now, where should I stop and eat? Ah, uh, let's see. So, where did I play when I lived in Mankato? I played up at Air Assault, um, which I believe is still there. I don't think it's the same location, though. I could be wrong. But uh, why did I move to Mankato? Uh, when I was young, I had a uh, a girlfriend out there, and I moved out there for. Her. 
and if I'm driving through where I live now, where should I stop and eat? So right now, if you if you ran through my town, there's a place called Moe's. It's really good, uh, kind of just hometown cooking. Uh, they make a great burger, and uh, and these these naked chicken nugget things called Mo balls. <laughs> they're uh, they're delicious. But I would say I would have to say Moe's. It's kind of like a crowd favorite around here. All right, thanks, Troy. This one is from George. Paintball's broken visual language and how the webcast can solve the multiple focal point problem. So multiple focal point problem, I would have to say, uh, would be more cameras or uh, or better camera angles. I think that's how you would fix your uh, multi-focal point problem. Uh, as far as on-field play, uh, but... Um, I mean, is that what you're? I wonder, is that what you're describing as the paintball's broken visual language? So we're we're trying to transfer the the visual to the you know, the the person who doesn't really know what's going on. Is that? I think there's a lot of solutions for that. I think we, um, man, there, there's a ton. So it's like what we need to do is we need to figure out that that communication line, right? So we obviously are doing a good job of being able to communicate to players, but how do we communicate to people who don't really know too much about it, and how do we draw them in? I think that's the big, the biggest question. Um, and how, how do we keep it interesting and make it interesting even more for people involved in the sport? Uh, there's a ton of answers for that. I am involved with a group who's trying to figure that out, and I think we've we've come to a few solutions. And I think within, um, I think by the time World Cup swings around, we should be uh, we should be hearing from it. But um, but yeah, I, I think that's I think there's a lot a lot that could be answered. Um, Nick, this one's from Nick. Coaching in the near future? Question mark. I don't know. I would like to coach. Uh, there's no. I mean, maybe a local team uh, around here. But I just uh, there's no one really to coach around here, um, even around here. But I I wouldn't be traveling to Chicago or anything to be coaching a team. But it would be fun though. I can do some uh, local tournaments coaching maybe. Uh, this one's from Luke. How was your time living in Minnesota? I loved it. I thought it was great. I met some really awesome people. Um, I met man. I met uh, <laughs> I met Brandon Daly, the other kid from uh, from Bears eating broccoli. If you haven't seen it yet, click Bears Eating Broccoli on YouTube. That'll explain a lot. But uh, but there's some fun times, man. Um, but I had a great time. It was cold as shit, and but I mean, beautiful, uh, you know, beautiful scenery, great people, funny accent. <laughs> it was a good time. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I... Uh, I think that might be it for the Facebook stuff. If I missed it, I'm sorry. But uh, I'm going to head over to Instagram now. Uh, too many platforms. I'm thinking about getting rid of Facebook at the end of this year and just doing one. Just maintaining one. That's all you need. That's all you need is one. Just one. All right, let's see here. Um, do 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 do. David Mullis. 
why is David Mullis so much cooler than JJ and CJ? <laughs> well, that would be... Uh, I'm sure JJ and CJ would be able to answer that one. But uh, let's see. Like many others, it was sad to hear you announce your retirement from this wonderful sport. But will you be exploring the option of doing clinics here and there, namely at Badlands, since I'm sure Bruno is going to miss you? Um, I would love to do one at uh, at Badlands. And I would love to do them all over the place. I, re- I actually plan on uh, doing a handful of clinics next year. Uh, I, I have a great time teaching anyone willing to learn. And I, you know, I'm anywhere within decent traveling distance, I'm there. I'll definitely do a clinic. So if you guys have any questions about it, go ahead and hit me up on social media, anything like that. We can hook it up. I still have snot running down my nose. Ugh. All right, here we go. I don't know if it's the tea or what, but I mean, it's like orange and spices. It's really good, though. Uh, let's see here. Um, how many 10-man events will you be going to next year with the gunfighters? Ooh, that's a good question. I definitely plan on doing the ICC. Uh, that one for sure, and I'll probably do the one in Chicago. But all the other ones that I'm traveling to, I probably will not make it to those, honestly. But Chicago and ICC, I will be there. Being that you have accomplished competing at the pro level since 2004, is it is there any benefit to skipping divisions to compete at a higher level? Or is it best in regards to the development of a player to compete within the next division closest to your rank? That's a good question. Because um, I actually went from... So with Tip and Effect, I was I was playing in Division Two with Tip and Effect uh, and Tip and Effect X, which was our X ball team, and then I actually made it on the pro team for Tipman for seven men, and that was a whole nother level. But um, but I I uh, you know, and then right after that, I think it was the next year is when I started playing with Excessive. And that's, I mean, was I developed enough? I think I had some of the basics down, but as far as honing everything in, I think I was still, I was still a divisional player. Um, I think I had some skills, but nothing, I don't think anything that would define me as a professional player. I, I mean, even the whole reason why I got on excessive was because I was fast, not necessarily because I was a good paintball player. Uh, I feel, I mean, um, my gun skills were still not even close to where they would be. And I've learned, I learned so much on excessive. I mean, that was really my, that was really my kind of, uh, my grounds for learning everything. Um, because I'm just naturally fast. But those guys over there, Maddie, Micah, um, I mean, Nikki, Rich, all those guys over there were pretty much took me under their wing and just showed me not only just how to be aware of your surroundings, proper gunfighting technique. and I, mean, I, mean, I was used to shooting a, a 98, a custom 98 Tipman. So 
that's a big difference when you start switching over to uh, a top end marker and uh, you know there's there's a whole posture change there's a whole different way I had to go about it man I was I was tough on myself when I first started because I, I didn't think I could make it um, I, I really didn't because I my skills were not where I thought they would have to be to play pro I had to learn fast and those guys were were so awesome on uh, on getting me up to speed and and really honing in on everything because otherwise man I I just think it would have taken me longer to to get to and and the thing is too though but you know those guys knew what they were doing I'm not saying that you know my friends and everything on Tipman like we just knew what we knew we weren't we didn't have anybody really to teach us anymore. It was kind of like, here we are. We kind of peaked. And I think that's kind of what happened with a lot of guys on Tipman was you you tend to peak uh, when you get there. It's there's there's no more learning. I mean there's there's more there's more situational learning and everything, but you're not really when you're at the top of that team like that, it's unless you're teaching guys and even when you're doing that, you I feel like I didn't know as much to, to teach people anything. I was still a kid, and uh, it wasn't really until I got on Excessive when I really found out that I didn't know what the hell I was talking about, and I needed to work on everything. Um, but I, I think it's all depending on the person. I mean, a lot of there's a lot of people out there that are quick learners. A lot of people need that time to to cure and uh, and really kind of hone in on everything and then other people just you know take off with it so i think it depends on the player because a lot of people react to react to things differently and and learn at a different at a different level oh brad from inside the net what are you working on next so i have a i have some things that i'm working on that uh i really am hoping that are gonna kind of change the industry um whether it be, you know, I don't want to talk about them. I, I mean, I I will eventually. They will they will come out, and I'm I'm stoked to be a part of it. And we're just gonna see. We're gonna see what happens. I mean, you don't know, you don't know until you try. And I think that's all we're doing is we're, is we're trying. And um, I have a couple of products that uh, that are hopefully gonna be coming out soon or take off soon. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, I have a few things. Uh, are you going to explore more outlets to continue growth of paintball? Yes, and that is directly going to correlate with the last question. I definitely am. Uh, when do you know it's time to retire? Uh, I kind of answered that one a little bit as far as, uh, you know, just knowing and being around for as long as I have, and your body tends to tell you to. Um, have you ever not liked the marker you were using due to sponsorship or equipment? As a sponsored player, I mean, I'm, I think I'm as a sponsored player. I'm obviously pretty obligated to to say not not necessarily say that I love something, but not to talk crap about anything. But have there been stuff throughout the years that I wasn't a big fan of? Yeah, of course. Um, at first, I wasn't a big fan of the of the the ego. 
um, just because of how bulky and heavy it was. But um, but all that was was a weight issue. I thought they shot great. I think it was just a weight issue. And then over the years, they just started to chop away and slowly chisel at this thing until it was a finely tuned machine. Um, now I love the damn things. But um, so I but I've only ever really shot you know eclipse markers and um i've been very fortunate because i, I really do like shooting their markers uh, i guess i don't really have anything to compare it to but because i've only shot that but i mean i i mean i'm fine with only shooting planet through my throughout my career uh, i think the ego is the best shooting marker i enjoy it i have a lot of people tell me after they shoot my marker that it shoots great so yeah uh, but as far as equipment goes i mean there's there has been pads throughout the years that have sucked um there's been pants there's been there's been all kinds of stuff like just throughout the years and throughout the development of paintball and uh and the growth of paintball and the uh, technologies and loaders and all this shit it there's there's been definitely some uh some questionable gear out there uh best brunoism of 2018 um man he's had a he's had a few but um i think he, he says uh for doodle he says for doodle a lot i think it's for doodle maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong but um i hope that didn't stop the recording no it didn't okay um but for boot what does he say now i can't think of anything he says shit all the time um, I I like when he goes, or he does like uh, turn around and shoot your gun. He does all kinds of shit. It's great. I love Bruno. He's he's great. Um, let's see. Next big PB event you plan on playing? Big game, classic event. Ooh. Um, next PB event you plan on playing? Well, World Cup would be the next big game. Um, but as far as like a scenario match, I don't really have anything in mind as of yet, but, uh, but I do plan on doing the ICC next year. Is Ollie really coming back? I don't know. That would definitely be one, a question for Oliver. I haven't really heard the rumor, but I'm also not big on rumors or like, hearing anything online i feel like i'm always the last to find out anything but i haven't heard that uh if it's true great if it's not great i mean i've i've had my experiences with oliver i've i've gotten to see him play um i got to play against him and i wouldn't trade that i, I think he's a great guy i think he's a great player um but we'll see i'd like to talk to you about just your life in general Outside of paintball or being paintball famous, how are you? What do you think of our current political climate? What do you like to do with your son? How's how's has uh man, how has having a child influenced you as a dad, a person, or a husband? So, political climate. That's a good question. because uh, I don't really talk about my, my personal life too much on here. But uh, outside of being pain, outside of paintball and paintball famous, um, how are you? So I'm good. Thank you for asking. Uh, what do you think of our political climate? 
I hate politics so much because I'm not I'm not big on the left and I'm not big on the right. I'm kind of like an in-betweener. Um, I agree and disagree with Republicans and I agree and disagree with Democrats. I think there's shitty people on either side and I think there's really good people on either side. Um, I wish that... I, I I wish it was a lot easier than what it is. I mean, a lot of people say, well, you know, well, if he would just do this or if she would just do that or if it were like this or, I mean, we don't know. I mean, we, what's the best, what's the right way? What's the best way? I feel like it's, I think everything is evolving all the time. It's just like how I talk about paintball. Every two years it's evolving. I mean, it with, with the current state of everything, everything's still evolving. Everything's moving. Um, everything's changing constantly. I mean, look at style now. Style, I'm like fashion, is like terrible '90s style. <laughs> it's like stuff that I wore that my parents threw me in when I was a kid, and that's like in style now. I don't get it. Um, uh, but um, I mean, everything's different. Everything's weird. I mean, but that. But everything has everybody has their own taste. Everybody has their own uh, their pursuit of happiness. I mean that's the biggest thing. Everybody everybody has their own idea of what happy is. That's why we have so many flavors of ice cream. Is because not everybody likes vanilla. Not everybody likes chocolate. Everybody's different, man. And yeah, you'll get you'll start grouping people up into into these and them, and those and this, and um, I, I think we're. I think we're really, though, starting to lose kind of who we are as people. Um, we're all individuals, but I feel like we're just, we get so caught up on some of the small, minute details of things when what we really need to do is focus on just being, just being nice to people. Spreading love, man. Keeping things in order, obviously, because everybody... You know, we can't have just crazy people running around. But that they, we have to we have to really listen to everybody. You know, we can't just take a majority vote on things if 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 that's what we think is best. And by that I mean I mean some people will say our, our problem and our issues are are because there's so many everybody has an opinion now. And in ways I think that's great, and in ways I think that's that's terrible, um, because you get to hear everybody's. And some people have great ideas, some people have terrible ideas. And I don't have an answer. I don't think anybody does. I mean, I think I think people will say that they do, but nobody knows. Nobody knows. I mean, if one person says that that you know that this is going to be best for people. No, it it might be for a few, but it's not going to be. It won't be for a few as well. That's why the whole pursuit of happiness thing. Everybody has their own happiness, but if we can just be realistic and common sense and nice, the world will be a better place. I know, I know that's not the issue because we have religions spreading, you know, this hate and this like you have to be a part of this and you have to do this and you have to do this. Otherwise, this place that you go to 
after you die that nobody knows what happens um otherwise this will happen to you at that spot like nobody nobody knows nobody knows i don't know i'm not religious i'm not i'm not put put under any umbrella of any kind of religion and so because i don't know i don't know what's out there i believe there's something something's out there i like i like the you know thinking about i've had a lot of experiences with paranormal and everything i love all that stuff i love it i love energies i love you know spirit and just the, the feeling i i know there's something like that out there but as far as religions go i, I think there's just there's too much bullshit out there that's a tangent. I don't know really what I'm talking about. Everybody just needs to be nice to each other. Um, I think that's just one part of his question. Uh, what do you, th- uh, what do you like to do with your son? So I love going on, I go- I love going on walks to parks with my son and my wife. We all we love going to parks. I love turning over rocks. Um, I love getting in the like getting in the lake and the waters and and the and the, and the woods and everything and turning over logs and being in nature like. He loves finding toads and caterpillars and everything, and we just really enjoy being outside. And I can't, I can't stress that enough for parents, man. There's there's plenty of opportunity uh, to look at your phone and find out what's going on every single day, and there, there's plenty of time to do that. But I feel like there's really not enough time to get outside and enjoy your the company and the learning and the uh, the the just enjoyment of seeing your your child uh, just you discover things is you know what I'm trying to say is like just find things out and and be outside it, it's it's so it's so huge I mean there's a lot of things now with uh, with gaming and all this shit and there's so many people on their phones and on online just doing things. And they're glued to their phone and their kids are seeing them or their kids are in front of a tablet or whatever. I mean, there's times for it, right? There's there's times when you got to clean your house or you got to go grocery shopping, you got to do something. And if the kid doesn't want to, you know, cooperate, you got to you gotta reach for it. You got to do it. But I try and do it as, as least amount as possible. Um, but I think we, we need to learn how to be uh, more patient. I think everything is so instant. And until we learn to do that, until we learn to be more patient and to, you know, realize that, yeah, I mean, you only live once. We're, we're only here for a finite amount of time. Um, but I think that's that's all the more reason to to take and take the time to go outside. And if you think going outside and, and walking in a park and just being around your family and just being outside in general doing things outside is is a waste of time then you, your time is not valuable i feel i feel i feel like those times and those moments are way more valuable to me than going online and and seeing what the latest gossip is for something that has nothing to do with me uh, i'm not saying that i would i would be involved in something that has to do with me and i'd be online or whatever that's not what i'm saying i'm saying um, I have no control over it. I have, it's, it. It doesn't make my life better or worse to know if a Kardashian is getting married. You know, all that shit. It, it's just pointless to me. And, I mean, there's a lot of love online. There's a lot of hate online. 
But I just feel if you can get away from that for a little bit and it really enjoy the the time and the, the meticulousness of of being around for your kid or your children uh, in those times where they're sitting down playing with blocks and you're just there with them and just take more time, man. Just take more time. You have a lot more time than what uh, than what society and these things and everything you know think you have you have a lot more time on your hands just just manage it better i guess um how has having a child influenced you as a dad and a person or a husband um it's it's really it's kind of really shown me that i'm not the only one that I that I should be thinking about. I have I have more things, and I think that has a lot to do with my retirement and everything too. I I think I've been selfish enough. I've I've enjoyed um, all these times and travels and and people that I've met. Love more than anything the people that I've met. Um, but I I think now I just want my time to now be occupied by by them and a lot more of my. Uh, my attention and my just time to, to them. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and it's just influenced me because I, I, I just know that there's more things that are, that are just more important to me. And it's them and him and my soon to, you know, my, my daughter that will soon be here. Uh, it's weird to say. I didn't, having another kid having one kid is is definitely is crazy but then having another you just don't really you think you know i think i'm like oh i had one kid but it's 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 totally different but it's maybe be a better person for sure it's it's definitely helped with my patience um it's helped with my my anger issues at times i know probably you guys probably heard um I accidentally threw my loader in Chicago because I was so mad because of a situation that happened and we were in this game and there's this call that was not made and I was frustrated. I ended up apologizing to the ref because I kind of yelled at him a lot. <laughs> but uh, it's the heat of the match. You know, the, the, that's the sport. But uh, luckily I wasn't kicked out or anything or suspended. But... um but I've just kind of learned to control that more, not in that situation, but uh, but I've definitely settled down a lot, and I think he's helped me to uh, to do that. Thank you for that question. I appreciate that. I, I like I like talking about that. Um, why did paintball ruin my life? And I don't know. Um, I shot him a message. He didn't really give me too many details, but uh, I don't know. I don't know 100%. I, I saw a few of his messages and um that he put out there but i don't really know the exact reason hopefully he comes back uh i thought it was a good channel it was very informative um for people coming up and for you know people involved right now i think it was uh i think it was a great i think it was a great thing but i mean who knows there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of things that go into uh you know putting on a production like that so Hopefully he comes back. I'd like to I'd like to see him back. Uh, what did Aftershock need to be a top contender? Funding, uh, which guest? Okay, so that's the first part of the question. 
Um, so I'll answer that. So funding would definitely help. Um, I feel like if we uh, if we were able to get everybody out to practice all the time, I mean, does that mean funding or does that mean people being closer? I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, and I think just time together for sure. Uh, which guest or episode has been your favorite so far? And any realistic, nostalgic, any real, really nostalgic gear you can't get rid of? So, okay, so let's do the which guest or episode has been your favorite so far. I really, I enjoyed all, I've enjoyed all my guests. Um, but the ones that I like, I like the ones I do with, uh, with, with Schulte and Cody. The Halloween chorizo was pretty fun. Just because we we bust each other's balls, all you know, and it was, it was a good time. I really liked that that episode. It, it's tough, um, with the guests because a lot of them are Skype, but uh, I think I thought the Bart one was pretty pretty good too. But my shoulder, look at my shoulder. It's like having a muscle spasm right now. I had jujitsu this morning, and I don't know if if that has anything to do with it. I don't know if you can see it. And it's done. Oh. Oh. That's weird. Um, okay. Uh, any really nostalgic gear you can't get rid of? So I have a bunch of stuff that I can't get rid of. I don't know if, if I ever will. But I have I have headbands. I have, a, I have a headband that I've had forever that I used as a pack band. Um, all these jerseys. My first jersey I ever got. I ever bought um, my goggles that I wore when I played on excessive. I don't know. I have a bunch of weird kind of knickknacky stuff. I even have stuff in my gear bag that I've had forever that have just kind of like been there. But I have a I have a bunch of stuff. Favorite pool player in the passing current. So, uh, one of my favorites um, past has to be Angel for Angel for Goza. I think that dude was a killer and an inspiration for me on playing that that position yeah, the, in the snake. I enjoyed playing against him. I enjoyed watching him. He had a, a giant influence on my style of play and just aggressiveness uh, more than anything probably. He was he was great to watch. And current um, man, that's a good, that's a good question because a lot of good players playing now. Um, man, that is a good question. I I I like I enjoy watching uh enjoy watching Goldman play. Um, I'm trying to think. I think that that kid from DMG, Brusselbeck, I I think he's uh he's definitely has a future ahead of him. Um, I enjoy watching him. That's on the snake side though. So what's what about like the middle and the Dorito side? Uh, TJ Janner is very good. He's very methodical. He's cool to play against. He's a fucking good. He's a good gunfighter. Uh, he's patient. Um. Cody Mikowski from Infamous is is pretty fun to watch. He doesn't seem, and this is no offense, Cody, if you listen to this, no offense at all, 
but he doesn't seem like the athletic type, but when you play against him or you watch him play, he's always up in the shit. Like he'll start in the back and he'll always he'll he'll do the run through or he'll like make a move up somewhere. And you're like, oh, that's Cody. Like I I enjoy Cody's fun to watch because he's he's unpredictable. Um, yeah, that's what I have to say. Um, that's all the questions. But but yeah, I I mean to kind of go over a few. I mean another thing about the whole uh, retirement thing. Uh, thank you everybody who, who had messaged me and, um, and kind of, of course, podcast, uh, podcasting one-on-one, turn your stuff on silent. Um, but thank you everybody who messaged me, um, after they heard my retirement and everything like that. I did paintball, paintball is such a cool community because I feel like we're all so close uh, except for a select few who just like to troll around on everybody. But I feel like everybody's, you know, everybody's very close and supportive uh, no matter what happens. I mean, obviously, there's going to be there's going to be teams that do well. There's going to be teams that do poorly. Uh, there's going to be players on one side, on the other side. I mean, regardless, I, I feel like myself as a person and um, as a player... I really tried to come off as somebody that who's approachable, um, who you can talk to, you know, who you can chat with, because that's that's what I wanted and I enjoyed when I was coming up was was people was was pros opening up and and being able to have that. There were some that didn't, and there's I'm sure there's some now that don't, but I think it's cool. I, I try and put myself back in my shoes when I was young. And I was kind of starstruck by a lot of these pros. You know, if, if I can ask them questions, if I had, you know, all this social media platforms to be able to message people and talk to people and um, just to hear back from them would be would be amazing. So I I, I really tried to be that person. Um, obviously, I, was, I, I felt like I was very competitive on the field. I tried to be as unpredictable as possible, whether that went in my favor or not. Um, was always kind of up in the air, but I felt like I've always, I've always been exciting, um, to watch, but I feel like that's because I always had fun whenever I was on the field. I, I tried not to put too much pressure on my shoulders and I really tried to just have fun playing paintball. And I think that's what it comes down to. A lot of people go out there and they try and be super technical and maybe that's the way to go. I mean, Maybe that's maybe that's the strategy. Maybe that's the strategy is go out there and just be super technical, technical. Da, 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 da. Um, but for me, that's not that's not the case. I'm gonna play my style of paintball, um, which really means just to have fun and try not to be too predictable and um, you know find the seams that nobody else has found yet. Uh, pull off uh, moves that nobody sees coming and. I'm just I'm willing to take that risk and hopefully paintball doesn't turn into where nobody's taking risks at all and everybody's shooting a million pods off their back and, and there's no excitement in it anymore. That's what I'm afraid of. That's what I don't want to happen. And I feel like I've always been uh pretty entertaining to watch and it's just I've had fun, man. I, I enjoy playing this game. It is a fun, fun game. 
and I will retire before I start playing back or uh, anything like that. But that's just me because I, I enjoy getting really close and uh, and sh- you know and bunkering people and trying not to get bunkered and and uh, I just kind of want to want to go out as a as a risk taker, um, but an entertaining one on top of that. Who you know just en- enjoyed what he did, what he did, what he what he did, and yeah, that's it. But uh, but yeah, thank you. Thank you guys so much for um, for all the support and everything. I I love it. I'm sure I'll have a couple more of these before World Cup hits. Uh, I'm definitely gonna have uh, more guests. I plan on doing. Um, I plan on having one with Greg later in the week. I plan on having two more. I don't know the guests yet, but I plan on having two more next week and then following up to World Cup. And I plan on doing it after World Cup. So I, I definitely continue. I will continue the podcast. I'll keep doing this uh, until I, it's not fun for me anymore. But thank you all. Thank you all so much for listening and for contributing questions and opinions and comments and and support uh, for myself and the podcast and, and Aftershock and, uh, and, and the sport itself. So uh, that is all that I have for uh, for today. Hopefully you guys enjoy it, and uh, we'll see you again here soon on the Playing On Podcast. Later.